gentlemen. Hello, Hello there. Welcome Hello there. back to the show. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show. Welcome How we feeling? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, pretty good. We're hanging in there. I mean, I'm hanging yeah. in there. I don't know. I mean, Nick, you hanging in there? Hanging in there. All right. It's Monday. We're hanging in there. Yeah. I mean, it's mm. Thursday. What is whatever whatever day is. <laughs> yeah, I've completely lost track at this point, guys. Indeed. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Oh, I, I went oh, through the. Tell us I went, not more shows. I, I, I went through the rigmarole this weekend. What rigmarole have you gone through? I. Uh, oh, you went, had garlic fest. That's right. Oh, and bef- garlic yeah. fest. And before oh. that, I went to Philadelphia. So I was there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I flew to Philadelphia, and then Saturday morning I flew to Florida to meet up with the Resilient. Yep. And then Sunday morning, we played uh, the garlic garlic fest in uh, yes. South nice. Florida. Um, but uh, man, we ran into some some issues with all what? kinds of different little things, um, and uh, you know, they don't call us the resilient for nothing i'll say that okay <laughs> so, care to share I mean, or is that the extent no I'll, I'll share um so one of the major things <coughs> is that uh and believe me there was a laundry list but one of the major things is like we finally we, we got there and even though the forecast was not looking good which was you know kind of a bummer but you know it's an outdoor gig so mm-hmm. it was like, and it was like, oh yeah, there's a big storm rolling through exactly when your set's supposed to start. Ah. You know? And you know, you can't control these things, but on top of that, okay, so we're tracking the storm. Turns out it's going to actually clear up. Oh, and so, and then some people with ponchos are kind of coming in and you know, it's like the weather's only going to improve and you're like, okay, there's people going. And I go to Dom and I'm like, all right guys. He goes, I think we might have an issue. And I was like, what's the problem? And they had gone on and done a tour in Florida two months ago, and for whatever reason, his leg attachment to play the drums was like left in the trailer. Oh! So he has a special. Dom yeah. is uh, the drummer in this project, The Resilient, that I play with with Wounded Vets, and he is actually missing his leg, and he well, both of his legs, um, and he uses this special attachment that he's patented and is now like it's not being produced by Axis Percussion, like it's legit. Right. Um, and we didn't have it. It's just like this crazy oversight. Somehow, you know, it got lost in the mix. I mean, it's a very complicated project to keep track of everything. Sure. Sure. We've always had it. We it's didn't like have le- it. It's like leaving your capo in the other case. Ex- yeah. Yes, ex- yes, exactly. It's something it's that <laughs> it was that silly, but also yeah. Yeah. That, consequential. Right? Very consequential. Cause it, I, you know, this is like 20 minutes before the gig. Oh. Yeah. We realized this and I was like, Oh man, no kick drum. You know, like uh, what a bummer! After all this, like we came to Florida, like yeah. f- we're all coming from like different parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. Dom, yeah. Is Dom in Texas? He's in. He's near me in Temecula. Oh, okay. Yeah, Temecula, California. So we were definitely like, oh man, what a bummer. Um, and I, I was like, well, that's that. We're not gonna come up with one of those special prosthetic right. <laughs> custom, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. uh, you know. It's not like a, a hi-hat stand where it's like, maybe there's a guitar center across the street. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. But speaking of hi-hat stands, we, we, not me, <laughs> Speaking of Eric, hi-hat stands. <laughs> Eric, Eric, our bassist, uh, and Tim Donnelly, you remember Tim? Yep. The singer, uh, they took a hi-hat stand and were like, we can like break this apart and we can make it with duct, like with duct tape. We can like make a, a, a 
a uh, replacement. Temporary. Yeah. A temporary replacement. And these guys figured out how to make it happen. And You're I could not believe me. it. And then, you know, the, he got it together. He tested it. It was like, all right. And it was like, all right, let's go, guys. There's no time to think. You're we got to start. Kidding let's me. go. And we played the whole set, and uh, uh, the whole thing stayed together. And oh, quit goat thinking. I go. Oh, man. exactly. Yeah, exactly. We that is goat some thinking. quick goat thinking. It was some yes, and That's so amazing. It was really, really special. I, I got to say, um, but it was exhausting. <laughs> you oh. know, uh, as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, you know, not that it was like a high stress situation because again, there wasn't that many people there. But mm-hmm. you still want to because the weather. You know, yeah. like we we don't get to play that often. We want to make sure it like every show counts and like not yeah. having a kick drum is like there's no heartbeat you know <laughs> there's none of <laughs> yeah <you know? laughs> so anyway well then I've, hey. after awesome. the gig it was an early afternoon gig and then i went to the airport and flew back to la so now i'm in la and it was a monsoon last night when i arrived i, I heard know if you about guys have this. heard yeah there's a lot of storms so yeah rain destroys everything here <laughs> so Anyway, you got a water shortage. That yeah, was my tough. weekend. It's out of the way. Who's next? Who, who wants to t- who wants to share next? Well, I can I can give you a quick update. Okay. I'm I I'm in that uh, gray area where I'm starting to get a cold. Oh. I can tell. I got the sore throat. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Um, I have held off on getting pretty much any sickness uh, this entire winter period, but I think that's coming to a to an abrupt end. Oh, well, okay. so it was a long. It was a good run today. Could but just be the weather, the the fluctuation in the temperature. It also could just be the insane weekend that I had. What did you do? Wherein I had a, uh, it was the Janine Wilson bands. It was uh, we played a birthday show for our lead singer and uh, main character. Oh, that was Janine this weekend. Wilson. Oh, yes. okay. So yeah, we know. played it down Happy at the birthday, uh, Maryland Maryland Weed Meadworks. Happy birthday, Janine! Happy birthday, Janine! It was an awesome show. We got the whole thing filmed, and now it's probably going to fall to me to get that thing edited and posted <laughs> at some point. Have fun. Um, so that was fun. That was an awesome show. We had uh, DC Roots Americana music legend Billy Coulter sit in with us, and that was a lot of fun. Cool. We had uh, this other this other lady, Teresa, came in, and she played a couple songs with us and sat in and just blew the roof off the place. Sounded great. So, yeah, it was a great time. Um, got home that evening about 12.30 after, you know, hauling all the gear out. Got to sleep around 1.30 and then woke up and went down, drove an hour and a half to La Plata, Maryland to go hang out with uh, our buddy Ooh. Keith oh, Grasso. Was that, was, that, was that Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, recorded sorry, a couple of songs yeah. with him. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was fun. We did a couple acoustic songs um, that actually are some of the better ones that we've done. Nice. And, and I got to spend the afternoon out on the water in La Plata. It was beautiful. So Sweet. Cool. Great times. Good times, Keith. We'll see you again soon. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably might be why I uh, am feeling some of the effects. Oh, uh, yeah. All the travel, Could man. Be. Could yeah. be. Yeah. Wearing yourself in. Yeah. And Mr. Klein? Uh, what did we do? What did we do this weekend? Um, enjoyed the beautiful weather. Oh, actually, Friday um, Friday was the three-year... Uh, it had been three years since Dad passed. Um, mm. And... Wouldn't it's which is which and then I, I I saw that there was a a Rush tribute band oh. playing in Hagerstown. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. So I so I was like, uh, boys, we're going to do this thing. Uh-huh. Um, and they were like, okay. 
so we went up there uh and they were they were all right they were they were they were pretty decent it was that's a tough it's a tough band to cover um yeah of course and it was four of them but but the singer just Mm. sang uh no it's all right okay i'm just kidding it was actually really cool because the guitarist who honestly sounded great um um the bassist was his son oh oh wow and, That's and very like, cool. really young looking dude. Uh, and the guy had like all the keyboards and, um, and the drummer was, he looked like a 50 year old orthopedic surgeon is <laughs> the best way I can describe it. Uh, really into his V kit. Um, so like Neil Peart. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just a lot more bravado. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, but it was, uh, so that was, that was neat. That was neat to do. A that great experience awesome. with the boys. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, yeah. So that was my weekend. Cool. Right on. All right, boys. Well, we got a good show. We got a, a normal-ish show. We got some stuff to talk about. So what do you right. say we get into this bad boy? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's do it. Yes, that's right. You are tuned in to You Should Check It Out, enjoying Rush with all of our family members mm. since, well, way before 2018. Indeed. That's for sure. Since 2112. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Happy to have you with us. Uh, this is a beautiful Thursday, wherever it is in your corner of the world. At least, uh, you know, the stuff that's streaming in through your ear holes is going to be nice to, to listen to and experience. This is episode 235 of the You yes, Should it Check is. It Out podcast. And, uh, my name is Jay. And I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And man, we have an awesome show for you tonight. But first, guys, uh, our producers have let us know. Uh, they oh. let me know. I don't know if they shared the news with you or not. But um, this is episode 235. We are actually coming up on our semi-quincentennial episode. The semi-quincentennial? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Already? The semi-quin? Exactly. I can't that's, believe that's we're already the same a... thing I said. I was like, I really? I, I, we're I not there can't already? believe it. Yeah. The semi-quincentennial? <laughs> Wow. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. Episode two fifty is just around the corner, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we got some special stuff planned, but just want to let you all know because I was just reminded. Um, you know, time flies. It just sure seems does. like just a just a few episodes ago we were doing this exact same thing we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, but we we're weren't quarter anywhere of the way to our first thousand guys. Yeah, we weren't anywhere near the <laughs> semi quincentennial. Thanks, Drake. Anyway. For episode 235, we got an awesome show. Uh, Greg is going to be stepping in. He is going to be giving us a recap of the grabby action. Hello. From last night. I mean, I'll, I'll try. I didn't watch it, but. Man on the. <laughs> Wait, you know, again, you said this we... is a regular episode. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. This is quite a rare episode. I'm back in the 200s. I don't think in the, in the 200s we've had or three of us cover things that happen in the news. That is true. Mm. This is a rare news only episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. News only. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's debatable whether or not my segment is newsworthy, but uh, yeah, no, Greg. Hey, now we we got you the tickets to go to the Grammys. We yeah, sent I, the limo over to your I, place. I transferred the tickets yeah. to you because I couldn't do it this year. The the uh, there was flooding on the way. What now? Yeah, it's raining. It's cats and dogs out here, guys. Oh, I don't know if you saw it. The news, huh? You guys don't know what to do with that. Nope. Put it in the sea. Well, that's a shame. Okay. Um, but you at least you know watched the show, right? I, well, no. No, <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I'm going to recap it. Okay. All right. <laughs> you read about it. I read about it. Hey, yeah. okay. And there I listened go. to other recaps. 
All right. <laughs> hey. Hey. I mean, that's so, that's as good as 95%. It's a little watered down these days. But now, look, so. I mean, it's the grand music. I mean, how could it rained how, a lot? How good could it have been? I heard Taylor Swift was there. Mm. Well, you'll have to you'll have to stay tuned. You'll hear. Out. You'll have to. Yeah, you'll hear more. A little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Doing my recap. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I You're am going to be talking about the radio. The radio. I saw an article and it okay. jogged my memory that I wanted to talk about the radio and it's the terrestrial radio. Terrestrial radio. Terrestrial. But, you know, I, I do want to throw, you know, extraterrestrial radio into the mix as well. Mm. So, okay. Radio in general. We'll, we'll touch okay. on all that stuff. And then, Mr. Klein, mm-hmm. what you got for us? What am I talking about? Oh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a um, old music industry titan meets uh, big tech, uh, and battle ensues. It's a good story. Okay. It's I'm actually more excited about the band I found. All but, right, but also I, I had great topic. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, enough uh, enough jibba jabba. Yeah, Greg. Hey now, please. let's. Kick things off with a little music, actually. Uh, this has nothing to I do like with the that. Grammys. Uh, this is a clip that I actually wanted to play for Nick specifically. Okay. This is actually um, a Billy Cobham song nice. being performed by Jeff Beck. Okay. At, at, on the Live at Ronnie Scott's album, yes. where he has Tal Wilkenfeld and uh, Vinnie Caliuta and a keyboard player whose name I cannot remember right now. But this is uh, this features Vinnie Caliuta. It's his take almost on a Billy Cobham. So, oh yeah, there you go. Nick just showed us a uh, book that Six he has. Six days at Ronnie. Six Scott's. days at Ronnie Scott's, but, but Billy, Billy Cobham. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if he was even there, but uh, they're playing. They're playing his stuff. This is Stratus. Yes. He's one of the oh, he's one of the sickest drummers, dude. I know, and Holy you don't crap. know it looking at him. Holy cow! No, he looks like yeah, he just looks like a regular dude. But I chill mean, dude, yeah. God, you know it's, it's, when people when people like I don't want to talk, shit, but like Stuart Copeland, you know, he talks himself up a lot. You know, <laughs> yeah. like dude, he's you don't need like, <laughs> right? Okay, okay, yeah. It's like this guy kicks your ass like yeah. so hard. <laughs> like you should not talk at all about anything. 
not that you're not great this is out there just shut up yeah yeah exactly like we all i mean that's that's the problem though is that this is out there but not everybody knows about it but Anyway, I, I'm not trying to say anything. I, I love Stuart Copeland's playing, but I wish he wouldn't yep. have the attitude along yep. with it, you know? Same. same I know. I am all talk. Yeah, that's true. He's all talk. Okay, anyway, I'm going to jump over to my topic this week, which it was not my intended topic, but I didn't think that we you should. Tried to sl- you tried to slag it off on us. I know, I know. <laughs> we should I was talk like, about anybody the Grammys. Do you we guys want to talk about the Grammys? I just feel like we we ha- we should talk about the Grammys. We can't like not talk about not talk about the Grammys. You know, <laughs> kind of lame. You better not uh, mention that again. <laughs> right, hey. right, exactly. Thank right. you. So, um, all right, but let's let's get into it. All right, I Greg, mean, at least the a little bit. Yeah, Take Greg, us there. Hey, Greg, get the Grammys. <laughs> so, apparently, it was well. Apparently, I can tell you right now, it was yeah. pouring. Okay, so. Like flash flood warnings all around, sure. you know uh, the uh, the uh, arena downtown where they hosted it. Now it's kind of weird to me that I don't know if you guys realize this, or if it was always this way. But the Grammys are like in an arena now. Have they always been like that? It's no been idea. a big production, but like maybe I think I mean, the only ever see like the front row areas. But it it seems like it's it's a, well no I guess it almost seems like it's been in a theater. That's I what would I'm think saying. A theater. Yeah. And now it's like in an arena, so there's like a lot of people there. In matter of fact, having lived in L.A. now for like six or seven years, a lot of people I know are like, you know, and then they're in the music biz. And so they're posting, you know, on their Instagrams like, oh, having a great time at the Grammys, you know. And whereas before I would be like, man, how do you even like where do you begin to like get yeah. into that building? You know, whatever. Right. But so anyway, it's it's it seems like a I guess like a fun time, but it is an arena. So you're not that close to the action if, unless you're like in it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, listen, there's a lot of categories, a lot of stuff. I'm not going to go through the winners and losers. I'm just going to pick out a couple of highlights here. Okay. Play some clips, but I don't know if the clips are... The, Jay, I, I sent you some clips. They're not high quality, I realize. I cannot... I could not find... Yeah, the they got that stuff unlocked, man. I hope... I mean, are, is it worth playing? Do you think I we'll think get so. shut down? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Miley Cyrus had a big night. Okay. Uh, she won, like, I believe, record of the year. Don't quote Good me on her. this. You know, there's all these different like, categories. I, I'm not I looking always at the would have counted her out, just like sure. being Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter. I just... Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's had quite a career. She's talented. She really is. I can't stand her personally, like, as oh, yeah. m- musically, but... You don't have to hang out with her. You just gotta listen to her No, 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 but, but that's the thing is that I would rather... I would like to hang out with her, but I don't necessarily... I just don't, li- I just don't <laughs> like her voice. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I feel bad about it. I almost... I feel like maybe I should, but I just... Mm. It just doesn't. I, little... I don't listen to her, hey, I, but I respect her talent. Yeah. Right there, you go. So anyway, uh, and but she has a good a, a good reputation. She, you know, she gets to uh, she's she's involved with a bunch of different other artists that I respect. So there you go. Um, Dua Lipa performed. Apparently, it was okay. pretty pretty badass. Uh, SZA performed. Um, at one point, uh, Annie Lennox played uh, Nothing Compares to You as part of the memoriam nice. Oh, nice. for Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. And uh, also earlier in the show, I believe it was earlier in the show. <laughs> Again, I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> Tracy Chapman performed ah. the song Fast Car, which was, if you, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but it was covered by a Black country Columbus. artist named Luke oh. Combs. Oh, Luke yeah, Combs, yeah. Right. And, uh, and I think that there was some kind of weird, you know, whatever social media pushback for, you know, 
this guy, yeah, uh, whatever, yeah. white country artist playing, you know, black woman's song from the nineties or whatever. I don't know why people make mountains out of molehills these days, yes. you know? Um, anyway, here's a clip. Cool. I got a job that pays all our bills. Stay out drinking behind the bar. Support your friends and you do your kids. I'd always hope for better. But maybe together you and me find it. I got no plans. I ain't going nowhere. Take your best car and keep on driving. Cool. I mean, we don't have to get like all the way into it because we didn't talk about it when it was happening. But yeah, like I never really understood the backlash. Like I, I I heard the arguments that like, oh, this white guy shouldn't be doing this black woman's music because this song is really personal to her or something like that. Like it just seemed like a Mm. completely ridiculous argument on his face. To me, it's a song that I've always loved. A lot of people have always loved, and it's just great to see. You know, it wasn't like Luke Combs was trying to acknowledge Tracy Chapman. You know, he he mentioned her like every time he was on the radio or had like sure. any kind of spotlight I mean, on it's him. It's a cover. It's an homage. It's a cover. And to see it's Tracy a... Chapman on the Grammy stage, you know, in 2024 is, is I mean, that's that's awesome. That's great. How cool that's is great. that? And and to have him come out. That's that's it's really cool. Yeah. And Greg, this is just funny. Like I always think about, you know, when you got like the the Chronic album when you were like 12 oh, yeah. years old. Uh-huh. And you were just playing that on repeat. I got the Tracy Chapman album, and I was playing that on repeat. So that's where that's that's where I was. That's, that's a, a sign of the trajectory to come. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man, I'm waiting for that collaboration, Doctor Dre. Oh man, and Tracy Chapman. There you yeah. go. Why <laughs> <Growing> not? <laughs> Chronic 2025. <laughs> All right. So I don't have that much more to to say because I didn't watch it. But okay. um <laughs> good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> but, oh, can I say something? I guess. Did you watch it? No, no. I didn't. I didn't, but it, it apparently the ratings were up like twenty five percent this year. Oh interesting. And well, and and I read that after first thing so I, I picked Siri up from school today, um, and he gets in the car and how you doing man? We talks about his day a little bit and then he's just like, What about those Grammys? Like, what about him? <laughs> See, that's the thing. We got this is why we got to talk about it. If you know, uh, yeah. If series yeah. like, wait, you guys didn't even talk about the Grammys. Like, what are you talking? About? You he know. was worked up because uh, Killer Mike beat Travis Scott, who he thought Utopia deserved to be to win the Grammy in serious okay. opinion. So okay. for that one, so he was not happy well, about that one. You can't please everybody. Has he? Has I, he but heard, the fact that he even knew about it. Yeah. Has he heard the Killer Mike album though? I. He has not. And I did oh, yeah. make that point, and yeah. and but he was already moving on. It was, right. yeah. <laughs> you should play him some he's Run like, the what? Jewels. Killer Mike, why would I do that? Yeah. He's like, do you? Know, he has like he's got like six million streams. Travis Scott has got like three billion. And I was like, oh, well, it's not a popularity contest. Why isn't it? That's a good question. Maybe if Killer Mike was uh, dating a Kardashian, 
Oh. Mm. <clears throat> anyway. It's rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Just... Nick Klein. No, don't. Yeah, never mind. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. Um, so I, I was actually listening to a Howard Stern's recap, though, and he was making fun of Trevor Noah just kissing everyone's butt because he basically, like, it's, it seems like the, uh, the hosts now, they for a while were like roasting everybody. Yes. And like Trevor Noah apparently last night was just like, everyone is like, oh, this room is amazing. Oh, look who's here. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You're so great. Oh, my God. Like didn't say a bad word about just a nerdy, anyone. Nerdy British Well, he didn't want to yeah. get slapped. What are you going to do? Well, that, well, yeah, but that's the thing. Exactly. It's like, and, and, and so they were playing all the clips, which we don't have, but. You can just you know, you can go nice. back, go yeah. back and find a recap or something, and you won't find him saying anything—not even as a joke, you know—anything close to offensive or insulting about any of the people there. And you know, he, Howard made the point that Trevor Noah gets it. It's like you can't praise these people and then also roast them. Oh, Trevor Noah! I was thinking, I was Ricky thinking Gervais. the HB. No, I, no, no, no. Ricky Gervais would have been. Yeah, he the was. The, he, he's the one who kind of started that. No, roasting. you were saying Trevor Noah, and for whatever reason, I was thinking, um, what's his name on HBO? The British guy. Um, oh, John Oliver. Yes, I was thinking John Oliver. Yeah. Yep, sorry. Well, they South were both on the Daily Show, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so there's Tre- Trevor Noah, whatever. Not a huge fan, honestly. Don't think he's that funny. Didn't watch it, though. Um, so then Joni <laughs> Mitchell <laughs> performed for the first time. Hey. And she's yeah. 80 years old, and she was out of the public eye for the last nine years after having a brain aneurysm. Right. But um, she's been popping back up over the past couple of years. She sure yes. has. Yes, yeah. and I um, love this. I love that they bring her up there. I mean, and she looks like she she's aware that everybody's happy to see her, and that seems lovely. Uh, but I haven't heard her speak. Did she speak at all? She did. She did accept the award, and um, her voice is you know it's like it's one of those things where it's like oh okay she's turned the corner now. Yeah, I don't think yeah. there's any coming back. Um, but as Joni Mitchell, but she's a legend. You can still see. Like you can still hear the mind, the essential Joni Mitchell in there. Well, no, yeah. the mind this, of like a, a oh, good musician okay. in the yeah, oh, totally. of a great musician. Yeah, and and she's surrounded by a, a pretty uh, ridiculous lineup. So you have next to her, to her left is Brandy Carlisle, and she's the one who's really been yeah. propping yes. her up. Yeah. You know? Um, and then to her, um, what did I say? To her left? Yeah, to her. Uh, no, to to. It doesn't matter. One on one side matter. is Randy Carlisle. <laughs> on the other yeah. side is Blake Mills. Blake Mills. Is he nice. playing a fretless guitar? I honestly, I, I go he, back he, and look. Go back I, and look. I, at I it. didn't. Yeah, I, it was all out of sync, so yeah. I couldn't. I, I didn't. Whatever. Uh, it would not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, Jacob Collier is playing piano. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, aside from that, I also know Lucius was singing backup vocals. There's some other uh, very talented mm-hmm. folks in there. So this is uh, Both Sides Now, uh, performed by Joni Mitchell and the Joni Jam. But now, old friends are acting strange. They shake their heads and say, Joni, you've changed. Well, something's lost. But something's gained in living every day. I live life from both sides. 
Gaga when she did this for Tony Bennett. I love Brandy Carlisle for doing this for Johnny Mitchell. You gotta, I love, I love, just love the like, the elder statesman aspect of like being honored and stuff like that. That's that's really cool. Yeah, Absolutely. that's cool. Yep. And kind of giving them that last ride. Just, just you know? enjoy how much love this audience feels for you. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, the, but I do have to question like, dude, it 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 doesn't seem to me. Like a lot of the people there that were cheering for her, what, I'm like, do they really know Joni's music? Like, is it? I mean, just kind of. I, I was like, Jay Z's up there, like, yeah. I'm just like, you never know, man. I don't know. But speaking you of Jay Z, he 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 was presenting or something, and he wanted to remind everyone that Beyonce, despite winning 32 Grammys, Jeez. has not <laughs> has never won Album of the Year. Oh, and that and that he was and he basically started whining about that, and like calling out the academy and everything. And I'm just sitting there, like, and I think a lot. There's been some backlash to that because I'm, I, I'm my, my first thought was like, what else do you need, man? Seriously, like, yeah, jeez, Louise, take it easy. You know, you're also and, like, and you're like at, you're Kanye at, did this. It didn't go well. Just stop. Yeah, or or keep going. Let's 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 let's. Watch you follow Kanye's. Way. I mean, it's not, he's not going to do that, but I don't know. Maybe maybe public pressure works. Who knows? Anyway, so that's more or less all I have to say about the Grammys. Uh, oh, one more thing was that Tay Tay, uh, you know, she, you, your girl Taylor Taylor that's Swift. That's right. Okay, thank you, Miss Kelsey. She um, <sighs> won the album of the year, and it was presented by Celine Dion. And when Taylor went up there and took it from her. She did barely acknowledged her, and that's been there's been a whole backlash about that. Even though afterwards they were photographed hugging and don't you start hating on Tay Tay? I am not. Don't you start? No, no, no. People talk. You know me. This bull crap about the Super Bowl is nonsense. (laughs) You stop it. Actually, I don't know. There seems to be something there. I don't know. You know, all of a sudden, guys, this has been fun. Travis is there. (laughs) Casey, Casey. I'm out. Sitting there in the Super Bowl, I'm just saying. I'm out. Yep. All right. So there you go. That's my Grammys recap and my well, uh, and my Jeff Beck playing Billy Cobham for you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Excellent. You got it. You got Which it. Which is the highlight <laughs> of the Grammys for me this year. Yeah. That, can you imagine? That would have been sick. <laughs> then the then I would tune the in. All right, boys. Gee, Rome. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the radio. The um, radio. But before I do that, I want to play some music. On All the right. radio. Well, it's by f- former band members of a band called Radiohead. Oh, you're playing this. Ah, ah you okay, see what I did okay. there? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Quit goat thinking, I go. Yeah. Yes. So, 
I actually came up that with while Greg was talking. That's what I mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't no, listen. This, this, no, no. Doesn't listen. No, no. He doesn't listen. Do <laughs> the smile, which is uh, you know like the the, the Radiohead spinoff project. The exact Tom, name you would think for a Radiohead spinoff project. The yeah. smile, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's Tom York and Johnny Greenwood and uh, the drummer Tom Skinner. Tim, Tim, Tom Skinner. Tom Skinner. They just released a new album. It's called Wall of Eyes. And I've been listening to it a lot, and I, I like it better than the first Smile album. Uh, I'm not sure why, because I don't normally like really melancholy, Radiohead-ish sounding stuff, and this is all of that. Um, but there's something, like, there's a couple songs on there that have really stood out. And this is one of them, and I want to play it. It's called Read the Room. Read the Room. There's one song on that album called Bending Hectic, which is a pretty amazing song. It's like eight minutes long. It's pretty pretty epic. Um, that, is that uh, at the top? No, it's it's buried towards the back of the towards middle. Towards the end? Okay. Yeah. Um, pretty badass song. I, I think that's probably the linchpin of the album. If, if you're going to check one out, you got eight minutes to spare. That's the one to do. But It, it um, is a cool album. I've listened to it a, a numerous amount of times. Um but yeah, nothing cracked through for me for on it. But 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 you've been enjoying it. I have, I have. That's awesome. More than I thought I would. Yeah. Anyway. Sweet. Cool. Hmm. So I saw an article that came across the desk um, this morning, and uh, <laughs> it's from this site called RollCall.com, and uh, the headline is: Car makers are car makers ditching AM radio is quote unsafe. Some lawmakers say. Uh-oh. And it's about okay. this uh, this representative from New Jersey, a Democrat, Josh Gottheimer, mm-hmm. yeah. um, who is trying to get the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to require vehicles to post a warning um, on like the the price tag of of new cars that don't include AM radio in them. And apparently, this what? is a thing now with new car manufacturers. They don't. They are either not or want to not include AM radio um, as part of their stereo package because 
AM radio signals are very susceptible to electronic interference, mm-hmm. like, say, from a battery pack mm-hmm. in a hybrid vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So kind of a, you know, just interesting thing. Like I, the last time that I listened to AM radio. Yeah. I heard about that thing on the AM radio. Oh, yeah. there it is. Me and the goat. We were yeah, listening the to, the, right. to the AM radio. We listened to the Ravens game on the okay. way because I was on the road um, and listened to that. So that was like, but I, I can't think of the last time I listened to AM radio. So this is not really like a big question to you guys about the Don validity of days or something like that. <laughs> no, they were always on FM whenever I listened to them. I'm sure they were oh, okay. on AM. I only ever um, heard them on AM. But we're we're all FM guys, right? But yeah. it got got me XM. thinking about radio. And uh, I know, Greg, you're an XM subscriber and a happy, a happy XM subscriber. I need that for it. many years, right? I need it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing about radio that I love is, and call me old fashioned, but hopping in a car and not having to think about what song you're going to put on the radio. Okay. Or not. Sure. I'm sorry. What song you're going to put on the stereo. Right. Right. You don't have to pick. You don't even have to plug anything in. You just press a button and there's some music. Now, we all know that the status of FM radio, at least as it exists in Maryland, for Nick and myself, yeah. is absolutely abysmal. Yeah, it's iHeart. Yeah. It's all owned by iHeart Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the iHeart Radio. Yeah, the last, mm. I think, the last decent radio station to exist in the Maryland area was WHFS until that turned into El Sol. Um on a very momentous day back in 2004, I'll never forget going into, like, I was driving to, to work at Bill's Music House, and I'd pop on, you know, 1027 or 101.7 or whatever it was, um, and all of a sudden it was just blaring, like, Tejano music. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Oh, it's El Sol now. So I don't know. Greg, what's the situ- what's the FM situation out in L.A.? Is it any better? Is it the same, same junk? What's the... There, there's one... Uh, that I at WXRP, which one? Well, there's the, there's K Rock. That's kind of a famous one. Is that so? I I mean I've heard of K Rock. I don't know. I've never listened to it because I've never lived on the West Coast. But yeah, it's it, like one hundred six point seven. I mean, they're like the rock and roll. You know. But do they play? Is it like a corporate station or is it still kind of independent? Uh, it's you know? probably uh, it, it's it's a corporate one. I, I'm willing to bet. But there is another one, and you know, I'm just not good with the letters. Kiss? Which like one? K-I-I-S? No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, KCRW. Is yeah, okay. KCRW. Further. That's yeah. at Santa Monica College. It's more like, uh, you know, kind of like the NPR affiliate. Okay. You know, but like Henry Rollins does a show. Nice. There. Um, yeah, you know. well, uh, public radio is awesome. Right, so... That, that that's what I'll tune into. Um, gotcha. I think I had that on the, recently, and they were t- interviewing like DJ Shadow. Nice. nice. Um, and it was an interesting interview because they were like, "What do you do when you're you know on the what 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 are your interests besides music?" And he's like, "I just love baseball." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> he's like a massive San Francisco Giants fan. Wow. All right. And he's like, "Yeah, I just you know, it's just it's a great place for me to uh, put my mind." When I'm on the road and stuff, and I was like, I can relate because uh, my my bandmate Pete and I were always and, and Paul too, um, we're always talking about sports on the road. Yeah, because you can get in the van and you can always be like, Did you see that highlight of the blah blah blah? You know, there's always mm-hmm. something. Got something to talk about. You yep. know, and and we are genuinely interested. There's always one guy who usually it's the singer who doesn't give a shit. 
<laughs> it's sports talk with the yeah. red knots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just call it sports ball. Yeah, it's like, oh, is there any sports ball? Or or if we have like time off, it's like, is when, when does the game? When's when's the sports ball start? You know, uh-huh. just gives us something and you're, to do. And you're a you're a serious subscriber now. You you said in the past it was mostly for Howard totally Stern. Serious. It's still oh, mostly for Howard Stern, but yeah. I get sports ball, <laughs> right on there, which is great for the long drives. Um, there like is nothing any, better. Any At game. first, you get the first year with a new car, like with the with the subscription. That that it is a fantastic service. It's just like two hundred bucks a year, isn't it? It's like twelve twelve bucks a month or something like that. Yeah, it's like okay, you know. But I, for the, the the sheer amount, I mean, the hours that I listen uh, yeah. to Stern and 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 then also the other stuff is just it's worth it to me. You know, I try. I I, I don't. I I just don't think about it. <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean? it's one of what, those. All right, Mister Klein, what's your relationship with uh, terrestrial radio these days? Anything? Um, being, I mean, you can relate. Growing up, you grew up in Waynesboro, which actually got a few less signals than I think Hagerstown does. Basically. Um, we basically, we get, there's a lot of like pop, it's all iHeartRadio. Um, mm-hmm. Even DC 101 is iHeartRadio now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it, it's more interesting for me to, to check in with a station that's always been there and hear what they're playing now. Like the oldie station is mm. playing stuff from when we were growing up now. 100.7. Is that what you're uh, talking about? 106.9. 106.9, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so they'll be they'll 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 actually play 90 songs now, which is like Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um and DC101 is stuck. I, I always I've always found it fascinating to find like what radio station genres get stuck what radio stations get stuck on from a genre standpoint. Like yeah. DC101 still plays Disturbed. Stained. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And like newer iterations of that vein yes. of music, yeah. But still, all of that music. Um, so, uh, but but like I said, um, there've been a handful of occasions in my life when I've I've gotten a vehicle and it comes with a first year of, of XM radio for free. Same. Um, and boy, that's a fun year. It is it's hard to say <laughs> goodbye when it's when the time's up. But you don't have to. Like, it is. <laughs> well, honestly, Greg, for the longest time, my commute was two minutes. Oh yeah. Um, it, like yeah, I, yeah. you know, I I worked downtown, and I would never be in my car for longer than if I did any sub any substantial traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I leaned so heavily into podcasts and audiobooks that right yeah. that that I kind of just go to my music streaming service now. Right. Um, right. Well, it's, it's just it's it's like it's just another it's, it's like a streaming thing or or an or yeah. an Audible subscription or whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, exactly. what, and what's great it, is it that- is it is but it's not. It is but it's not. So here's my my argument for radio stations and Sirius is that you got you got to pick the station, but then you don't have to pick the music, and that's different from streaming, unless you have a streaming radio station that you really like. Like if you have a Spotify mm. station that you really like, oh, Discovery right. Station, and, and I you know, and I have a couple of those on Spotify, but they play too much of the same music for me. Like I want to hear some some different stuff. You should. Try and so Apple. recently, I I haven't tried Apple yet. That that's that's a good option. That's a paid option. It so is. I recently looked into getting serious, and then I looked at the prices, and I was like, No, I'm not going to do that. And then I remembered that there's this thing out there called internet radio sure is and this is not a new thing this is like this has been around since there's been internet and there's been radio pretty much 
But I want to tell you guys that if you haven't listened to internet radio in a while, you should give it a shot because it's gotten to? really good. <laughs> it's gotten really good. Well, these are a lot of these are like actual radio stations that just stream their 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 feed, right? Yeah. So there's it's like fifty fifty. It's it's cool radio stations that have chosen to stream their regular feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple stations that I listen to, like WTMD, the Towson. Uh, independent radio station. Okay. Excellent. Excellent station for alternative rock. WTMD does a great stream. Um, WWOZ is a station out of New Orleans. The Woos. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they play cool Cajun music and like uh, Louisiana hip hop and sure. uh, just stuff you don't hear. Jazz. And then WAMU, the, yeah. uh, the station out of American University. 88.5. Yeah. They have a, they have a couple sister stations so they have yeah. wamu hd2 which is an all bluegrass and americana station because that's what wamu used to be oh really yeah well, yeah that, that was like a, a slow transition out of the i think in the 80s uh because there were still yeah because um uh darcy worked there okay and they would still get calls like in the 2000s from people that missed though and they just played old bluegrass all the time wow okay yeah. i did not know that that is so yep. cool so you have those like like big radio stations broadcast their streams, and you can always tune into them. But I've also found a bunch of independent, just internet only radio stations. Okay. That just stream on the internet, and they do this for free as well. Um, it's all ad supported, um, so you got to listen to a couple ads every once in a while. But it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple that I wanted to point you guys to, and I'll send you some links, Nick, that we can add in the show notes. But um, be great. There's this there's this one out of uh, Portland called shady pines radio okay that Hmm. just does really cool it's it's almost like a college radio station Hmm. but internet only it might even be from a college i don't know but so every hour it's a different weird hipster like spinning tracks that he likes okay you know so you find djs that you like and you listen for that hour it's really it's kind of old school um that's good there's there's one out of france called adroit jazz underground Um, I'm, I'm translating this from American audience here, Greg. Right. So they do like really cool jazz fusion. They do some uh, bebop. They do like old. It's, it's great. It's great. It's freaking great. Cool. Um, Laurel Canyon Radio, which does uh, like the Jonathan Laurel Canyon Wilson. sound. All Jonathan Wilson. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, they do everything from the Beach Boys to the Birds to you yeah. know um, Jackson only, Brown to only only artists that have bees in the name. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and then there's this cool set of stations co- going out of um, Germany called Mother Earth Radio. And they have five different streams. They have a Mother Earth Radio, like the primary stream where they play. It's just a very eclectic mix of good stuff. They have Mother Earth Mother Earth Instrumental, which is jazz and techno and just cool instrumental music. Mother Earth Classical and then there's a Mother Earth jazz station. And there's another one in there, too, that I'm, I'm leaving out. And these are particularly cool because they broadcast in a number of different streaming quality levels. So okay. you can actually get this one. They're, they play from vinyl records. Mm-hmm. And then it's broadcast in, like, super high quality. They call it UHD. I don't know what the actual, like, quality is, but it's super high quality. Like, it doesn't sound like 
if you think of old internet radio, like yeah. trying to tune in on your real player app. Real player, on, yeah, you know, yeah, it's stupid It's crap. not like that anymore. It sounds yeah. great. So that's what I've been listening to in the car now. Like I have an internet radio app that's free and you can favorite a couple of these different stations and then you just pop it on, pull on one of your favorites, huh. like you're pulling up a radio station and you don't have to think about what music. And it's if you have a station that you like, it's new music that you haven't heard before and you don't have to think about it. And All right. It's yeah. really kind of like tuned me back into like the genius of radio. Yeah. And that whole curation thing that we were talking about last week, you know, where you have guys that you trust mm-hmm. curating good music for mm-hmm. you is a beautiful yep. thing. You know? Yep. It's true. And that, that, but we hate that. No. Sorry. Never mind. No, we don't. <laughs> Nick. But uh, speaking of it's apps. still bitter from last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, speak- disappointed. <clears throat> Just disappointed. Well, that was um, a good episode. That was a great episode. The uh, the serious app is fantastic, and they keep putting a lot of resources into improving it. And they actually just gave it an- another update, and uh, it's supposed to be now like better at figuring out what you specifically like and presenting you with those things. You know, nice. Um, but also, it lets you download um, I- episodes. You know, so I can listen. I can download a three-hour, four-hour Stern episode. Stern and, episode, yeah. You know, and when and when That's I hot. do that, it takes like ten seconds. I don't know how on earth it gets that much information downloaded on the phone, because uh, no other app is that fast. Yeah, and That's super cool. It's really cool because then I and you know it can do whatever, and it's got a huge. I mean, I can go back to many, many uh, episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I can even just download certain interviews with people, and I can just have it like a log of d- different downloaded things. So when I get on the plane and I'm in the air, I don't have to worry about getting on Wi-Fi and yeah, you know, for it's it. all it's all just there. Yeah, um, right on. And again, you know, yeah, high quality, etc. Yeah. So yeah, I got nothing but love for Sirius, except for the price tag. So I, I'm just throwing this out there sure. for. Listeners out there, you know, if you're looking for another option, budget if you hate if you hate getting in your car and like going through the mental exercise of like, oh god, what do I want to listen to? And then you don't trust what Spotify or Apple Music is going to give you. Internet radio is out there and it's awesome. So check it out. Sweet. I'm, cool. I'm thinking about trying this. I, I appreciate I appreciate the pitch. The there price is right. Darn darn right. Darn tootin'. <laughs> no, but but honestly, and even just even just travel with them with the kids. Because uh, when they know that it's like songs at your fingertips, right. then it's constant requests, and it's like, guys, yeah. I'm driving. Yeah. Um, mm, but if it's, uh, it's a station that we all, eh, let's see what the next song is. Then, right. Okay. I like there it. There you go. It forces you and to check listen. the uh, show notes for some of these links and uh, check some of these yeah, places please, out. Yeah, send those over. And I'll, I'll you can it. always just go to it if you just want to listen to it in, in a browser without downloading an app, you can do that too. You know, But the apps just kind of have a place where you can have all your favorite stations in one place. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right, Mr. Klein. Sweet. All righty. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm actually from the Discovery station uh, that that Apple has uh, plays. Um, I had this weird song come on the other day, the other day. I'm not. It's not the song I'm going to play because I had a hard time picking a song from this this album. Um, but this is a band that I'd never heard of, and when I saw their name, I was like, oh man, like man, that's a dumb name. <laughs> uh, the band is called Plantoid. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You sure I didn't make that up? Oid. Yeah. Plantoid. Yeah. On the name. Um, They're from the UK, though. All right. 
Uh, I don't know if that gives them a pass. A bad name. It doesn't. It doesn't. And and it started playing, and I was like, "What is like? It's not Pink Floyd from the '70s, but boy, it sounds like it." Um, And then all of a sudden, like the like what sounded like the female vocals from Dirty Projectors just started like singing over top of it, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" And I pulled it up, and I was like, "Oh, that's a dumb name." And then I kept (laughs) listening, and man, it's really it's it's. Please give this album a listen, Greg. I, I would I would say definitely give it a listen because they incorporate they they incorporate some jazz fusion. It it's all over the place. Like there there's not a song where where it doesn't shift gears and have a completely different sound than the previous song. It, really really interesting stuff. I don't remember where I landed. Um, I think it was Gy Drift. Thank you. Me. So the song that I landed on um, because I can only pick one. Um, is GY Drift by Plantoid. Let's give this a listen. Yeah, that that particular song was like it. I, I just had jotted down like it's like Mars Volta, and then it turns into Black Midi. It's I like, was hearing the Black Midi stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, the kind of prog I like, where that's it, kind of on the edge of. Like it doesn't sound too clean. Like it's mm-hmm. everyone's it, on the edge of like break of yeah. falling apart. Right. <laughs> it's a wild. It's a wild album because other songs are not at all like that. Um, it it's it's a really interesting album. So wow. Aside from yeah. the band name, which honestly. It only sounds dumb the first couple times, and then all of a sudden it's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and you just you know, love it. So fair, fair. Um, yeah, they opened for that band Squid that I played on here. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know much about them. I, I actually I don't know anything about them. I think that might have been this might have been their second album, but I've listened to the album, and I'm gonna keep track and probably go back and listen to their previous. Well, I'll album, tell you so. what, we're, we're probably we're probably among the first to talk about them because pulling up their Facebook page, they have 739 likes all so, right so even whoa. better nick's, nick's pretty good at getting uh, getting in on the ground floor at some apple music discovery yeah appreciate it but my topic for today uh which uh gotta be gotta be uh, clear on sources here came from greg as well but but i had seen this and uh was interested if, if, if you guys wanted to talk about it this past weekend amidst all of the hubbub about the grammys coming up and all this stuff the uh 
the thing that kept overwhelming my feed was um, the story of about UMG, Universal Music Group, right? Uh, pulling. Uh, they they had basically published an open letter. They were a couple days away from contract negotiation uh, lapsing with TikTok. They right. published this this open letter to the artist and songwriter community on why we must call timeout on TikTok, and they pulled all of their music yeah. from TikTok, um, which has Boy, been. Boy, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Perfect. It does. Thank you. Yeah. So this is this is Taylor Swift. This is, I mean, there's a lot of huge artists yeah. that are on Universal Music um, or UMG, and basically everybody's video that had used a UMG track was now muted with a little caption that said the audio has been muted. Right. Um, and so for millions upon millions of, of videos, and I'm not exaggerating. That's millions upon uh, millions for real. Yeah, of, of people's videos that they've made. Uh, they basically all of a sudden it's silent. And the interesting thing was that, and here's kind of the point that I wanted to start off with. Music labels are essentially like, they're like PR firms for artists or should be. Like in the best sense, right? Like they're yeah. promoting the artist. They're they're. Well, doing, I, 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 yeah, hypothetically. Hypothetically, at their best, they should be like a fantastic PR firm for an artist. I do not understand why they have so fundamentally lost already. This this fight, like there is not a story that you're gonna find that's not about the artist who was damn it was hurt by this. Um, like there's, there are so many of them out there and that has overwhelmed the news and, and to the point that even, even like Wall Street Journal or Bloomberg, I think the article that I listed linked to was a Bloomberg article. And these are really bu- U.S. business friendly media organizations who will stretch as hard as possible <laughs> to take the corporate position as to why this needed to be this way yeah even those are the the, um um, up uh, after their initial kind of news release have have re-updated their article with a headline that's more along the lines of you know umg bids war with tiktok how long will it last or uh artists damaged by by uh umg pulling songs from tiktok um that it it is it's shocking it's really shocking that like i have i have to think though that it's not like that's not the end game, you know. Greg, you posted a, a video that Rick Beato posted about this, and I thought he had a really good point in it that it's it's not it's not in TikTok's interest to keep UMG off their platform, and it's not in UMG's interest to keep their music off their off that platform mm-hmm. potentially because it's it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, public facing thing in the world right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I got to think it's just it's a power play to get a better deal. You know, it's not I'm sure it's not. I hope it's not UMG's in game to just, well, we're not going to deal with TikTok anymore. It's just a power play. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it absolutely is a power play. Well, it's a, it's a money play. Right. They oh, want yeah, more money. Yeah. They want more yeah. of a cut. But I mean, if you're looking at it like, oh, UMG is just screwing their artists. Well, yeah, that. Yeah, they are <laughs> right now. But. Maybe they can negotiate a better deal, and maybe some of that money will filter down to artists. Maybe, maybe. I, I just, I, it just. What's shocking is that there was no, there was no lead play by UMG. There was no like signaling um, that this was coming down. Yeah, no PR um, stuff. 
they didn't do the work. They didn't do the work about talking about about how here's what we're fighting for. Here's right. what here's what here's what our artists could be making. Here's here's some like cool charts that we had our our PR team pull together sure, that, sure. that show you a nice infographic of like if they just gave us this little bump, then da 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 da. da. Like it is so easy to demonize TikTok in this country. Yeah, that's right. The fact that they are on the wrong side of this in the news just blows my mind yeah it really no, that's does. a great point yeah it's a great yeah. point there was a uh there was a tiktok video that was it's embedded in a bunch of these articles um from this artist cody fry who he 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 goes to bed <laughs> he goes to bed checks it he checks his like stats goes to bed just feeling on top of the world because this guy who's been who's a umg artist and has been uh trying to break through and create essentially what the, the label has been begging him for, for him to do, which is create some viral <laughs> content, some content that, that the kids are going to want to reuse your songs for. And all of a sudden, within the course of like five days, he gets like, he's got like a thousand videos are made with his song. To, it's like, you know, a couple hundred and then 600 and then 800 and then a thousand. And then it's like 20,000. And then it's like a hundred thousand and then 250,000. He goes to bed and there's like, 770,000 people that have made a video <laughs> with his, his song yeah. using oh, his music. That's crazy. And boom, he wakes up the next morning and UMG has basically completely flatlined. Oh and this the video this guy posts, he's just he's told he's he's real level-headed, he's not freaking out and he's like, "I'm going to be fine, but this is what you've been telling us. This is what you beg us to do." Right. Um, right. and like on the cusp of uh, it, it kind of reminded me of it, it was like another one of those things where it's like that there's a lot of tactics out there for getting big uh, one of them very much is is being in a vi- you know becoming a an audio source for viral videos um and yeah it I, again i it's just it just blows my mind that umg had nothing prepared for this aside from their open letter to the artists and the community about why it's time to call time out on tiktok <laughs> Yeah, so um, shame, I, I don't know. The last time this happened, uh, I think Warner Warner Music pulled their music from YouTube. Uh, this was years ago, and they lasted, I think, six months. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, good luck. We'll see, and and I hope it does turn into a better deal for them. I just it just blows my mind that they, they didn't have this ready. They they didn't have like the narrative ready and didn't see how of course artists that are just on the cusp of blowing up because sure. you've got a million freaking artists under your belt so so there's got to be somebody whose story is going to be resonate like oh i'm sorry guys anyway so yeah yeah no it's interesting too because all the headlines are pointing to all the huge artists like the taylor swifts like the youtubes mm-hmm. that you know are, are getting their music taken off this platform but yeah to see the the regular working middle-class artists also right. be hugely well way more affected by this mm-hmm. you know is i think yeah. pretty telling yeah it's actually mm. it's a really sweet video the, the, I, I listened to the song that's blowing up I, I don't love it but it's it's very poppy it's very like lovely and beautiful and 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 very well produced um so hmm. um but I, I i honestly think in his in this cody fry guy i think he's gonna he's gonna have like a rebound fame just from it happening to him, I think sure. there's a lot of people that have heard of him that would have wouldn't have heard of him in the first place. So, and the good news is, guys, we're not on UMG, so you know, no, we no, we're we not. Can still go viral any day now. 
you can use Sweet. our clips of the goat if you want. Yeah. Well, let's not go crazy. I don't know. That's right. not our. <laughs> you can use our clips of us, of Greg like playing the piano let's, in the background. Let's hear some Eminem real quick. No, just... <laughs> this is yours, TikTok. Mm. Picture a guy skateboarding down the road, holding a no, cranberry juice. No, but if juice. like if like a parrot like broke through his window right now and like hit him on the side of the head, like that would Perfect. be viral. That would be viral. Greg, can you work that out? Uh, I'll do my best. Some sort of white, like a macaw. <laughs> so, I don't know. People love burgers. My dog comes in and throws up in my <laughs> the background of my video. Just ralphing. <laughs> uh, All right, well. That's a good song, Greg. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, anything can happen. It's a crazy world out there. Sure is. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I got. Thank you, thank, sir. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, that's been all over my feed as well. It's been, I don't know. Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts? Uh, I guess we'll just have to see. This is kind of unprecedented territory, you know. Mm -hmm. But I like that there's a battle. I like that there's yeah conflict. You know, is, yeah. yeah, and and that I'm not really involved. You know, I'm more of a live performer. I don't put a lot of stake into, you know. All I do have some some stuff. I have my BMG. You know, I have my BMG. Yep. You know, I got some stuff out there that gets picked up, but you know, some some stuff that I've worked on, some, some cues, you know, and and some stuff, some stuff that I've gotten credits for, you know, some songs, but it's just, you know, I'm kind of in a different game, different yeah. ecosystem. Yeah. So, I, I'm observing from afar, in the, right. in the bushes with binoculars. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just waiting for Live Nation to call back. Yeah. Well, actually, they did call back. They called back. Yeah. Oh, and we're playing at uh, the Riverside uh, Municipal Auditorium, which is where I saw Frog Brigade last. Nice. The venue we buried the lead. The venue holds fifteen hundred, and in two weeks, out of ten, so we have ten. We we booked the gig ten weeks before yeah. the actual date, and in two weeks, we've already pre-sold five hundred. Oh, yeah. Nice work, I'm man. Just like, they're just like, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Nice, you know. So it, it, I mean, for all I know, I mean, there's eight weeks left of promotion. So you tell you know, we we have a we have a shot at selling it out. Before What's the we cap? Even get there, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. You did say that. Yeah, I'll say it again though. <laughs> Thousand left. <laughs> exactly. Get them. Get them while they're available. But, but we got five hundred in two weeks, and there's eight weeks left. So, uh, yeah, Jeez. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's uh, but yeah, that's Live Nation for you. So thank you, Live Nation. We'll see. Nice. We'll, we'll see how it all pans out, but uh, it's gonna be cool. March thirtieth, Riverside. Awesome. Cool, cool. Congratulations, bro. Oh yeah, thanks. Man. Yeah. All right. Well, let me bring you back down to earth. Um, yeah. Want to tell the fine folks how to get in touch with us? Should they choose to do so, please. You can find <laughs> us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. You can send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail .com. Find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter or Twitter or X, I should say, handle is at shouldcheck. Listen to us wherever podcasts are heard on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review, and as always, tell a friend. You should check it out. Yes, you should. Yes, well you said, sir. Should. All right. All right. All right, boys. Good times. Indeed. Yes, indeed. You going to play us out? Yeah. Mm. Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll see you back here next week. All right, later. Peace. See you guys.